All right, it's another episode of Nerding Daily. Today, we're going to talk about what we do in the shadows, season two. I like this season a lot. It was so funny. I'm, I, I got to watch, rewatch season one to make be sure, but I think it might be better than season one. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah? It's better. <laughs> it doesn't have as much to set up, so they get to have fun with the world instead of yeah. having you get to know these characters so Right, much. right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm, I think I love... I still love the first season, but I don't know if that's just because it was that brand new. Like, I mean, it wasn't that new because it's based off the movie, but right. the new characters and there's just some awesome stuff in the first season. But the second season goes, yeah, it, it, it really starts going in all different directions in the world. And we can break that down, all the different things that throw in there. But yeah, it's it's great. I mean, this is one of my favorite shows on TV right now. It's just so amazing. The writing, the, the, the cast, the uh, mm. cameos. I mean, I I didn't do any, like, research on it to see who was going to be involved, you know. I was really happy to see, like, Mark Hamill. (laughs) And there was just some uh, really great, exciting surprises, (laughs) for sure. See, that was was, uh, spoiled for me because I follow Mark Hamill on Instagram. Oh, right. I was like, okay, well, there goes the fun out of that. Right, right, right. And then I caught up on the whole season, but. Oh, still good still good still a lot of uh good cameos i think so absolutely yeah. uh, and, and I, I really liked the character uh arcs and development that they that they explored i mean it seems like every you got to know every character just a little bit more and you yeah. got to see some changes which which were good some growth um even though it is just a comedy it, it seems like it's becoming more than that it's 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 becoming a cult classic i, I think i think it already is actually it's so good <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> I think the first season, the first season, like people liked it, but it, it really got a lot more traction the second season and more people watched it, I think. Mm-hmm. And now you like it, it's talked about more often. I mean, I, I love it. It's just so freaking funny. <laughs> and like, I will, I will say this all day, every day. I mean, the whole cast is great, but Kayvon Novak, who plays Nandor, like, <laughs> yeah. His di- his dialect, his accent is just. I mean, he could talk about anything. It just makes me laugh. It's just so funny. <laughs> they they crack me up. I, but you know, you know what kind of freaks me out is I think uh, Natasha and uh, Matt Berry. I think that's how they actually talk because I've seen them in a couple other. Watched, yeah, I just watched Eurovision, and <laughs> Natasha shows up in that. Right. Uh, it's the exact same like, – she talks the exact same way, and it's just perfect. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh no, that's Nadia. how you sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, oh, yeah. I know I've seen Matt Berry and other things, and yeah, he kind of just talks the same. Yeah. It's like, what, what, accent is, what accent is that? <laughs> is I it, don't know. Is it cursive? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He speaks cursive. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so good. Favorite you episode. Want to bring it episode oh, or what do you want to do? Yeah, that's what I just said. I said uh, favorite episode. So Jinx. I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, favorite episode. <laughs> hmm. That's hard to that's hard to pick. Or... I, I didn't have one locked and loaded, but uh, I think for me it would be because um, I really grew to like Guillermo so much in the season because he grew the most. Yeah. Uh, but I did like it when he went off and he joined another master. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was formerly uh they're familiar or a familiar yeah totally right about the whole thing you know (laughs) it it showed him like sticking up for himself and being in this weird like artsy commune and that was actually a breath of fresh air because they made changes you know to the house that they live in after that after Guillermo came back from that yeah and i don't know every every episode was so funny it's it's hard to it's hard to pick yeah you have the collins promotion is a classic 
and and the final one where with Jermaine Clement making an appearance, that's pretty awesome. I like um, I like Colin's promotion. I'm surprised yeah, nobody else great. liked that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, with his head getting really big. <laughs> yeah. Just everything that was happening to the point where he got so powerful, he could just drain someone to the point where they're. I don't know if they were dead or passed out. I can't remember. It was just yeah. funny. Yeah. I, mean, I, I like how he multiplied. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was funny. And they just kill him off. <laughs> it's no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then the, the what was the one with Jackie Day, Jay, Daytona? Jackie Daytona. That's oh, one with Mark Hamill. Gosh. That's yeah, the one that's with Mark Hamill. What, what was a great called? name, Jackie Daytona. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Was it the return or, or on the run? I can't remember. Oh, it was on the run, I think. On the run. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that one was great. And, and Mark Hamill was funny. That, uh, th- th- what cracks me up about the Jackie Daytona is all he does is put a toothpick in. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. It's like it's like it's like Clark Kent's glasses or something. <laughs> like, That's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see more of of Mark Hamill. Oh, me too. And, and maybe more of Jackie Daytona. That was just so funny. Oh, see that that was the only one for me where I was like, uh, uh, this idea is kind of running out of steam. Oh. Like I wish that they they split more of that episode yeah. to more of a B story with the other people. Yeah, but the Jackie Daytona stuff. I was like, do more with it. Like get a little bit further with it. But he was just kind of laying low. Right. So I guess it kind of works for that episode. Right. But that was the only one where I was like, you know, checking the time a little bit. I was like, mm. I think my least favorite was the ghost episode. I liked the premise and the look of the ghost was cool. Uh, but that was kind of not very interesting. Oh, I did like I did like how Nadia her ghost um what's the word takes over a doll. Oh yeah, is yeah. in the best of the season. Like that's hilarious. That Possesses doll is a nice people. addition. Hilarious. <laughs> and how Colin Colin gets rejected by the doll. So right. funny. <laughs> and it actually hurts his feelings. Oh <laughs> gosh, that's so funny. Uh, but Nadja also gets to see uh, her old lover, Gregor. Gregor. Oh, right, Gregor. right. <laughs> yeah, that guy, he's hilarious. The guy that plays Gregor this is super funny. He, he, and I like that, that that was from the first season, right? Where she was stalking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. I can remember. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, what else? Um, the first episode with uh, Haley Joel Osment as uh, Topher, oh, the zombie. That zombie was just so painful though (laughs) (laughs) and benedict wong is in that episode too as this like weird necromancer guy Uh con man that's right that's right yeah that's good yeah see i'm I'm glad they branched out and like they had the necromancers and they had trolls and they had witches so they're 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 trying to accomplish the supernatural thing yeah 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 when i had craig robinson in two episodes as another ghost hunter Mm -hmm. well well, and the troll was so gross just the fact that it's naked Uh, so funny yeah (laughs) he's also an internet troll oh yeah that's right (laughs) that was very fitting that's perfect well you know adapt or die right yeah so uh yeah what else oh man so i did read that so the first season was mostly okay the movie what we do in the shadows was co-created co-written co-directed co-starring uh jermaine clement and taika watiti um but jermaine was more involved with season one than taika but taika did still like direct like an i think two episodes uh taika was only a producer on this season he didn't do anything else because he's been so freaking busy yeah uh, and now i read that this was the last season that jermaine's going to be 
heavily involved in. Oh. Um, but I think I think it's got enough legs that, and I don't think he was as involved as he was the first season. Um, I think it's got enough legs, and, and this this cast is strong enough that I think it'll still be good even without him. Oh yeah, I see it more as a, a mentorship kind of with Taika and, and Jermaine. So I don't think it's necessary. I think they've they've adapted enough then they can kind of just go off and be their own thing yeah. like not be completely independent if they don't want to be but yeah, yeah i think they could get away with it that's good that, that they've got that uh confidence to actually let it go and let it grow um, right yeah. i think it's heading in the right direction for sure i think there's good chemistry in the cast and i mean it, obviously the writing's excellent so i think it's in good hands <laughs> yeah 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 that I, cast's perfect go, go ahead Robert. i was just gonna say i always worry more when like the show runner of a show or the the head writer leaves i would oh. say that's usually something that makes me uneasy not really the producers so much right because like even on a show like lost like jj abrams started it and he didn't know what the heck to do with it right so it was up to the executive producers and the head writers the showrunners to really take it home yeah. so it, it's a it's a make or break scenario um but it can be from anybody from the creators of the show yeah they're not always involved but right. if you get the right producer the right writer or the right actor and you know you keep them on then you know you got something if you can't keep them on then that's when it starts to suffer right yeah absolutely when people start leaving or they get it too <clears throat> big of a head and it just ruins the um, momentum of a, a series it does make me nervous absolutely but when when you got just like you said the producers and they're like comfortable where they're like oh i can go do other projects these this is in good hands I, you're right i don't think it's as um i'm not as worried either not right. as detrimental yeah. yeah that's the word i was looking for detrimental that's a good word <laughs> <laughs> I think I mentioned this on the past podcast, but Beanie Feldstein, uh, Feldstein, however you say it, she was in the first season and she was hilarious. And she was actually supposed to be in the second season, but now her career is starting to take off more, so she didn't have time to be in the second season. Oh. So they had to rearrange some, some of the writing for that. I think primarily, my guess is the two episodes where Guillermo's with the other vampire hunters, including her ex-roommate from college. Um <laughs> So she's such a, a funny actress. It would have been nice to see her again, but it didn't miss having her in it. Yeah. Well, I like uh, I like Guillermo's new crew too, like his new uh, vampire hunting crew, and that yeah. that duality that he has to. Uh, He's just getting sucked into it, really. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. And then, and then the episode with him, uh, where he's killing off a bunch of vampires that are attacking the house, and the rest mm -hmm. of the the house doesn't even know. <laughs> oh yeah, pretty good. Yeah, see if uh, the whole vampiric council continues to harass the vampires because now uh, Guillermo busted out that final episode and just oh, killed right. a bunch again. Yeah, yeah. Well, now so they know pretty... that he's a vampire killer now, too, so that's out. <laughs> kind of. Well, now they have the proof, basically, because <laughs> they were blaming everybody else in the house. <laughs> well, that's right. They so, were. yeah. But, like, clearly, clearly the four main vampires just didn't care. Like, they well, don't care that Guillermo's killing all these vampires. That's true. Well, <laughs> well they, they kind of didn't know. What was the, what was the episode where they, had, they brought in the guy who stole the cursed hat? <laughs> Which episode was uh, that? Yeah, um, Kroll. Oh, that one was that really gross vampire that was trying to eat Guillermo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he had to kill her. He had to kill her. He just had to. There was no, there was, she just wanted to eat him and she kind of knew. She kind of smelled smelled it on him, I guess, that he was a, I don't know what they call him, a vampire killer. I don't know if he's half yeah. or not. I don't know how that works. But it's funny. Oh, man. 
Great. Yeah, I forgot about that one. It yeah. almost feels like last season for some reason. I don't know well, why. Well, because it's, it's Nick Kroll, so you're like, mm. yeah. Um, yeah, Nick Kroll. I'm not a big fan of him. Neither am I. I. And I don't know if it's like if he just – he always plays the jerk and he's good at it and you just hate him. Right. I think like, so. I've never seen him – like we, we watched an episode uh, of Parks and Rec last night, one of the ones where he's, you know, the douche or whatever, the radio host. Oh, it, yeah. Like, they're supposed to be obnoxious and they're supposed to be offensive. And it's just like every time they're on, it's cringeworthy. Like it's not funny at all. Like it's not even – you can be obnoxious in a comedy and still be funny, but he's just never funny. And it's just like, I don't know. Like, have you ever seen him play a normal, like, likable character? Nope. No, wait. I did. I did. And it was a drama, too. What? Uh, uh, Loving, the movie, true story of uh, an interracial marriage in Virginia. Huh. It's got Joel Edgerton and uh, what's her name? She's on Preacher. Ruth Nega. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, oh. she got an Oscar nomination for it. So like, this was like 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. something like that. So I, actually, I just watched that like a couple months ago for the first time. It always intrigued my wife and I, but we finally watched it. And he plays not a main civil rights lawyer, but he, he plays one of the civil rights lawyers that helps with the case. Wow. But he still, he still comes across smarmy. Like, I didn't like him even in that. Wow. See, I always you're right about like the obnoxious characters that when an actor gets sucked into it, that's all you attribute that actor to. Yeah. Ben Schwartz, in comparison, I think he does it to a degree that's not too obnoxious. So even though he might always play the same character, it's not too much. Oh. He did he was John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. In Space and Force. He was F Tony in Space Force yeah. and he was Sonic, but he kind of fits with those characters, so oh. I don't really that doesn't bother me right with nick kroll every time i see him i'm like oh gosh yeah that's me that's me i don't know you're right that's a perfect example because i like ben i mean ben schwartz makes me laugh every time as f tony scaramucci (laughs) and uh, um yeah he's great yeah i think that's the difference is he knows like you got to have like a feather touch to it where you just don't go too far with it and nick kroll doesn't really understand that because he's popular anyway (laughs) Huh. Well, Nick Kroll has a very punchable face, which adds yes. to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yes, I'd be okay if he never shows up in the show again. Yeah. Uh, Wait. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't he just die? Yeah. Like his whole crew died. Yeah. What was the point of keeping him alive? They, they're going to bring him back just to annoy the viewers. They're just going to. I figured. Yeah. It's going to never go away. <laughs> All right. We didn't see the werewolves anymore. Oh, and um, they, were, they were so funny. I was hoping. Well, I was hoping. What other what other horror thing do we want to see in season three? Ooh, well they haven't done mummies, which would be funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, they haven't done any other main like. You were saying what yeah, other monsters? Haven't, we see? haven't done any other like uh, major monsters like you're talking about mummy like Frankenstein or Invisible Man or something like that. Maybe they could throw in some of those. But I don't know. Those are like Universal still trying to make movies out of those. Right. Now that that was might... a hit, and you got Ryan Gosling signed up for Wolfman. Oh, cool! Still, okay. Well, and it's the same director as Invisible Man. They, they just hired him this past week. Oh, that's cool. That's so kind of going with that feel. I would like to see like a um, Leprechaun problem because I <laughs> yes. think it'd be so funny. That's perfect. You know, that is perfect. Oh, oh, because so well, it would be so annoying. It'd be hilarious if they actually have to rely on the doll. To take care of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
See, I was thinking just more traditional, like a goblin or something. But oh, yeah. Leprechaun, I think you got it. Because it's just silly it. enough, you know? And it could be grotesque, too. So. If, if, if he's the lep in the hood, come <laughs> to do no good, <laughs> right. then you got something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you bring it, you go all in and bring in Warwick Davis, I mean, that would be perfect. Oh, that, that would be, be great. Perfect. Oh, it would be so good. Oh, I would love Get it. Him. I would, I would like him, and then they got to work Carl in somehow. Have you ever seen that show? Aqua Teen Hunger Force? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there was a show. There was a show. Life's Too Short. No, it was... Uh, where, where him and... Uh, what's the name? Travel? Life's Too Short. Yeah, maybe it was him Him and Carl Travel, yeah. And it was put yeah. together by um, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Life's yeah. Too Short. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought it was something else. I thought it was... Um... <laughs> Idiot Abroad. No, that's... Yeah, that's the first one. That was the first one. Oh, okay. got yeah. Oh, idiot abroad. Yeah. 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 Those... Oh, that guy, Carl Pilkington. That guy, yeah. he's just such a, he's just such a downer. <laughs> I don't know why I even <laughs> like him. <laughs> Jackie yeah. hates his guts. She's like, don't watch him. Stop watching him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That, yeah, that'd be uh, fun. Leprechaun. The uh, abominable snowman. They could do a yeti. Oh, they go skiing or yeah. something. That'd be funny. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. Heck yeah. <laughs> we should just work for the show. Shoot, get us jobs. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever they do, you know that they're going to, you know, make it funny. They're going to keep making a good show as long as it stays like this. Right. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. very satisfied with the first two seasons so far. So, yeah. You, you know, it'd be fun is if a neighborhood association moves in and they're like the angry villagers from Transylvania, except more modernized. <laughs> And they're like, there's like a, uh, what do they call those? When you move to a neighborhood and there's like rules, like a HOA. HOA. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. would be hilarious. And they're like implementing all these rules and they just, they, they got to kill the villagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. Or give them the brain scramblies. The brain scramblies. <laughs> yes. Yes. That would work. That would be oh, funny. So good. Oh, man. Okay. It was just a Super Bowl show <laughs> or was... superb owl show. How good was how good how good was the episode where they got the chainmail curse? <laughs> oh, that was ridiculous. I forgot about that. I just thought it was so clever because you know oh. how people some people take those seriously. <laughs> and the way they reacted to him was so great. <laughs> yes. Oh man, was, that was awesome. It was totally a boomer reaction. Oh yeah, I remember like my mom and my grandma kind of freaking out about those in the beginning of the internet and i would get these emails from them we send this <laughs> and pray or whatever the prayer ones you remember those yeah. those were yeah. terrible <laughs> oh. yeah okay i just never understood why people thought that was real when i had my first email i was like why would i send this send <laughs> yeah. it to 10 people you know i don't know 10 people <laughs> it still continues today on facebook i see it all the time <laughs> oh, yeah and people still fall for it yeah yep. I don't understand. Like, how do you still fall for this? <laughs> like, well, it's just like the whole Nigerian prince thing. Oh, the Fred, uh, Fred Willard from Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get back okay? I sent, I sent money. <laughs> <laughs> to your kidnappers. <laughs> <laughs> I know a fella that actually fell for the Nigerian thing. Yeah. Why? Why? I don't know, man. And I, I was talking to him in the midst of it, and he got in trouble. He actually cast cashed a two thousand dollar check, and the bank called him up. And he almost they were going to prosecute him, and he couldn't figure out why. And I'm like, um, dude, because it's illegal. <laughs> you're 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 partaking in an illegal act. 
Yeah. <laughs> he facilitated it. And then he almost did it again, and I had to talk him out of it. Oh, I'm like, are you gosh. serious, man? Yeah. So there are people that are out there that just don't, I don't know. I guess they just don't get it. Anyway, any oh. other any other uh, comments on what we do? Any hopes for the next season? Or Well, we got to talk about the witches. Oh, oh yeah, the so witches. So, James, what were the witches after? Why did they kidnap the vampires? Why did they? Specific vampires. Why? I don't remember. I want you, I want you to say it. Come on. Sam. You want me to say it? <laughs> oh, I remember now. They wanted their man juice, right? Yeah. That's what it was. Why did you yeah. want me to say that? I don't know. Why is that funny? <laughs> I, just, I just thought it'd be funnier because I wanted to see how you were going to say it. Oh. I was just going to say vampire semen. But. Okay. Oh, okay. well, that's more, that's more scientific, in my opinion. <laughs> Let the extraction begin. I'm okay with this. This <laughs> <laughs> is very weird. Was it for a spell? I don't remember. It was, oh, for, it was their for their beauty. Your, your beauty. Oh yeah, keep them young. Yeah, yeah that's keep right. them young. Yeah, that's right. You you know, it'd be kind of funny, but kind of lame too, because I don't think she's the best actress. But if there was a uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, crossover, eh. and they took her down. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it if that's how Buffy died. Yeah. But I, I I never caught up with Buffy. Like I watched here and there as a kid. Oh, you're not missing much. I, I watched the whole series, and really, it was out of um. Well, I mean, back then there was no streaming service. You were just held hostage to whatever nope. channel you had. And my parents, my or my dad had just passed, and my mom uh, <laughs> basic cable. So that's mm-hmm. my excuse. I will say, <laughs> I I I loved Buffy when it was first on. I even had a. Buffy the Vampire Slayer calendar in my room. And uh, yeah, I was totally hooked. I only watched like three or four seasons. And then it just wasn't as interesting. Um, and it was cheesy. But, you know, just Joss Whedon can be hit or miss. Right. You know, some of his stuff is fun. Some of his humor is lame. Um, it yeah. just felt so much like a soap opera to me. It was. It yeah. was. It was a teen. It was a teen soap well, opera. Yeah. I mean, really. But you know what I really liked about it and what kept me watching was the music because they would always have a nightclub scene and it always have like a new artist. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, I like that artist, you know, and it would actually tell you at the end of the episode what the artist was. And it was like a cool way to find new new bands back then. You know, didn't Melrose Place do the same thing? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I know Greg's Anatomy ended up doing that. So Oh, did they? I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Buffy wasn't first. Ah. <coughs> Nor last. Right. First I saw. All right. Cool. So on to what we're watching. I've been watching a lot. I don't know about you guys. TV and movies. What Do you want to start with movies or TV or just kind of go through it one by one? Just whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Who, who wants to start? Honestly, I can't remember the last thing I watched. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> after after what we do in the shadows. Okay. Uh, I started watching um, Close Enough today. Close Enough. The J.G. Quintwell huh. um, animated show on HBO Max. The guy from the oh, yeah. regular show. Oh. Yeah, how was it? It's pretty good. It's very regular showy, but trying to be a little more adult. Oh, but okay. it's still about two goof-offs. So it's mm. you know what you ex- expect from the guy d- that did regular show. But yeah, it's good so far. Well, I got to watch it now because I love yeah. regular show, man. That's one of my favorites of all time. Sweet. So you're you're enjoying it. Yeah, so far. So good. Excellent. Cool. And then anyway, um, Oh, go for it. Yeah, I, don't know. I haven't been watching it a ton. I, I went through a phase where I was watching a, a, a lot, but then I had some friends in from out of town, and so oh, uh, uh, I've been watching. <laughs> I've been watching like Clint Eastwood movies that he's directed, and oh. kind of going through ones I haven't seen because there's a bunch on HBO Max, like because they have Warner Brothers, and he's always been a Warner Brothers guy. 
So some of them are, you know, like I mean, he's been he's directed close to forty movies. He's wow. been doing it since the early seventies. But didn't really get Oscar attention until Unforgiven in the nineties. So like some of them's just you know are cheesy but kind of fun. But I rewatched Million Dollar Baby and Mystic River because I wasn't either one of those grabbed me when they first came out, and I watched them and I wasn't that impressed. Um, I liked them better. I'm still not. I still don't get the buzz around Million Dollar Baby. Like <laughs> yeah. that's great. But yeah. Mystic River, I thought was really good. I really yeah. enjoyed that. That's like straight up like Shakespearean tragedy, just set up in Southie, uh, with Southies in, in Boston. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. And I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna top it off with rewatching Unforgiven. I've seen that. That was that's one of these movies where I watched once, liked it, watched it again like 15 years later, liked it a lot more, and now I'm looking for my third viewing, and that's a classic. So. Yeah, that's a uh, solid movie for sure. I did watch Eurovision with Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. <laughs> See that, Robert? Nah, not yet. Yeah, it's James funny. has been telling me to watch it. I don't know if I can trust you, James. I'm sorry. Hey, man, but I, I will. I still will. You know, I watched. I, say- I watched what movie you warned me about, and oh, yeah. it wasn't that bad. Oh, stop it! And I can say like- Eurovision's better than that. Wait, okay, <laughs> what, what? What am I missing? What did you? What did you tell me about? <laughs> he told me about this crazy movie. Well, uh, it's called uh, Truth or Dare, but it's the it's Blumhouse, Blumhouse Truth or Dare. Oh, Truth or that's Dare. supposed to be terrible. Faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you're right. The smiles, the smiles, terrible. Um, no, everything is terrible. It wasn't that bad, Robert. Like, <laughs> really, I, I, there's another Truth or Dare that's way worse, and I watched it for like half an hour, and it was way worse, way worse. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. The story makes no sense. You don't care about the characters. They change the rules of this entity that's killing them. Absolutely. Everybody looks goofy when they die, and they ruin the whole world at the end of the movie. It's almost like a Jim Carrey the mask face. That's what I noticed. Yeah. It, <laughs> <a> terrible <laughs> movie that came out. Nothing, nothing is redeeming of that movie, I thought. <laughs> so you're, you're being too nice, James. You're being too nice. Right. Yeah, too generous with that. Okay. Yes. I was in the they don't deserve your praise. Well, I've seen such crap. Maybe it, like it lowered <laughs> the bar. So because I've been watching. A yeah. Lot so of Eurovision, like I enjoyed it. It's not great. Like uh, it's it's like a you have your Will Ferrell. There's some great ones. There's some mediocre ones, and there's terrible ones. This one's in the mediocre one for me. It's oh. got funny parts, um, but honestly, if it was a different, I know, I know it was actually driven by Will Ferrell's love for Eurovision. Like, I was reading about it. Like he's been watching it. I guess he he married a European, and, and then she showed him like it back in 1999, and, and he's loved it ever since. He's visited, he's gone to it, like he just is crazy about it. So he co-wrote it and starred in it. I feel like if it didn't have him and it didn't go for the Will Ferrell feel, but still had the goofy feel, I think it would have been better. Uh-huh. I think Will Ferrell was actually the weaker point of the movie. Rachel McAdams was definitely the strongest point of the movie. Uh, yeah. Some of the music, some of the music was good. I didn't like the. I'm, I'm sure if you're a Eurovision fan, that that's that song in the middle that's like when they're at that house and they all sing. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. That was annoying. I'm with you Robert on that one. That was pretty annoying. I, I'm with you. And I hate I hate group singing and dancing. Yeah. <laughs> but I I liked it. I I thought <laughs> I thought um I thought it felt just like any Will Ferrell movie that he's ever done. It, he's what it, he did exactly what I expected. And and if this was in theaters, I wouldn't have gone. I wouldn't paid for it, but I may have gone to the dollar theater to see it. Um, and that's pretty much what I did with all the like 
uh, Tommy Boy movies. I think even Joe Dirt was a dollar film when I saw. <laughs> I never would I pay did, full dollar. I did full price there in theaters, and I know I paid more than a dollar, and I haven't watched it a day since. So. <laughs> <laughs> So it's in that category for me. I thought it was just fun. I also like that they um, talked about um, the elves. <laughs> that was that awesome. Is my favorite. Every part of the elves are in the movie is my absolute favorite. That's that's funny. It just cracked me. Up. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I was not. I was disappointed, but not surprised when I found out that like I I was looking at who would sing the songs on the soundtrack, and it had like Rachel McAdams' name, but it also had another woman's name. Yep. And I'm like, oh, they must have like, and so I read about it, and yeah, it's it's like a mixture of the two, but it's mostly the other woman. Well, uh, some of those vocals yeah. were just amazing, like off oh, the charts. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, but that's what they did with Rami Malek and Bohemian Rhapsody. It was right, like right. a mix of a little bit of Rami Malek, a little bit of Freddie Mercury, a little bit of I think um, the guy that travels with Queen now, an ex American Idol guy. What's his name? I don't know his name. Um, yeah, and so it's kind of like a mixture of the the three, um, which kind of feels like a ripoff to me. But it also it's fine. Like it is what it is. It's what people do nowadays. So right, right. Yeah. What about you guys? We've watched. Man, I've watched a lot. I watched uh, the series The Unsettling, which I've been waiting for for like five years, I think. It was filmed here. And it's kind of a bummer. I mean, here it's pretty decent storyline, like unique. Um, I would say the, the effects, they like um, did pretty good on some of the, uh, the the scenes and the effects. It's pretty terrifying. But gosh, the, they have this child actor who's just terrible and ruins it all. His acting is just not up to par. And it just kind of ruins oh, it. And it makes it funny. It's like one right It's like one actor. What's that? It's got a 4.9 on IMDb. Oh, it's probably because so that kid. Good. It's probably because of the one kid. And then it and then it just kind of like the first like five episodes are good. And then it just gets worse and worse. And then you just don't care anymore. And then you just want to finish it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it had such potential. And it, they just kind of threw it all away. So I was disappointed with it. Um, I started making fun of it with Jackie towards the end. I think we were just delirious at that point, but it was pretty fun that way. But um, I don't recommend it. Let's see what else did I see? Oh, I saw um, Unsolved Mysteries, which is good, by the way. Um, but I was upset because mm. it. I watched not, it back in the night. Well, and this is different. There's no narrator. It's more of a documentary style, which makes it creepier, in my opinion. Um, at first, I missed the, the narrator, and then once I, I finished the series without even realizing, because I think it was only like six or seven episodes, so I was kind of left wanting more, which is a good thing. But um, yeah, there was only one episode that was really slow for me. It's all in French, um, so I have to read subtitles and. With dyslexia it's a little makes it a little harder with that but um <laughs> that's the episode that's i can already, like solve it's already like had some call-ins and solved like one or two of the cases oh really i didn't know that i gotta look that yeah. up yeah oh that's cool wow does it have the old 90s like uh theme song like it, not song but like, music it has the same theme song but it's updated music and it's great okay. it's, it's i honestly i haven't seen that show in over 20 years and i can sing that I, I have it in my head it playing just, right now. It just sticks. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's this archetype, man. It just stays with you. <laughs> yeah. I hear creepy stories oh. and I hear that. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah, I hear it for some reason. Yes. That would be my main question because I haven't seen the, the remake yet. Do they keep the music? Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely do. <laughs> but no Robert Stack. That's, that's disappointing. No, no. no. Yeah. I wonder if they would have. If, either, if I don't know, I don't know if he would have been interested. Maybe I don't know. If he was still alive, uh, I don't know. Would but he? 
just is the question. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The I haven't watched it, but it's just one of those that seems like it's just another true crime show, which I'm kind of tired of those. But it has actually led people to, you know, give information and to solve these right. crimes, then, hey, more power to them. Right. Shoot. The original one ran for 614 episodes. Oh, yeah. It was it was a hit, That's- man. Insane. I remember it being a hit, but it's just like I remember watching it, but like that's a lot of episodes. Sheesh. I mean, how many years was that? Uh it was eighty seven to two thousand ten. I did not know it was on that long. That I didn't realize it was till two thousand ten. That's nuts. I, I think wow. I I think I watched it from uh the, the year it came out all the way up to probably nineteen ninety nine in that area. Because I, I, I missed like two years of TV because of being in the bars every night. <laughs> oh, hold, on, hold on. It wasn't. It was 2002. Oh, okay. Okay. 2010 on here. Damn. I guess it. I guess they took like they made a special back in. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But 2010. Wow. A special or a reunion or something. Yeah, something like that. Follow up. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Or it could have been like some shows they'll cut out like the host segments and just have the voiceover. Yeah. Maybe something like that. A re-airing, you know, something like that. But I, I knew it was in 2010. That's too recent. Yeah, that is way too recent. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. And I recommend it. Um, I do not recommend Warrior Nun. Uh <laughs> You wouldn't have to. I mean, even if you did recommend it, I wouldn't watch it. So, have you guys seen previews for it or anything? Yes. Yeah. When is... I saw the name of it, I'm like, okay, I gotta watch a preview of this. I mean, this yeah. is this is a reboot of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is. I mean, it is. She's got her trainer. I mean, it it's all it's exactly the same cookie cutter show. Um, uh it's it's just a little i mean there's some differences but it's just a ridiculous concept and i am gonna finish it i'm on episode nine but i, I don't recommend it <laughs> yeah surprise <laughs> surprise right <laughs> well there is one movie i've seen i think i don't think i've talked about it on the podcast yet did i tell you about the wolfling james oh uh-huh. you 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 mentioned it to me yeah I haven't heard about it. I mean, it's it's one of these supernatural horror thrillers. That's what they call it. Um, that you can tell what's going on in the first five minutes. You can tell everything's going to happen. But it has um, Brad Dourif and, oh gosh, Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler plays a sheriff that befriends and uh, adopts this little girl that's been in a shack tied up in this room for uh, most of her life. <laughs> but, wow. okay, Liv Tyler, can you see her as a cop? No. Or no. As, a, as a sheriff? She's not no. believable. She's not believable at all. Like, she has the, the really breathy, like, voice. Like, what do you expect her to do? Put your hands on your head and turn around. <laughs> I cannot, <laughs> Silent. <laughs> like, it's just, it's so ridiculous. No, I can't. And, of course, that. the little girl turns out to be a werewolf. Oh, gosh. It's, it's so fierce. That's that's yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. And of course, like Brad, Brad DeRiff, he was really good in True Detective season three. So I was like, oh, you know, maybe he'll have a higher pedigree of work. And now this is like right in the dumpster of Netflix. Oh, I don't remember him in season three of True Detective. I just watched it. Yeah, he was the he was the partner. No, you're thinking Stephen Dorff. Oh, I am. I am. Brad DeRiff is from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, never oh, mind. Never okay. mind. Yeah. I always got them mixed up for some reason. Yeah, they're not close in age, but the names are really similar. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, he just, he hammed it up in this, and he even uh, uh, shot himself in the head, and then he comes back later, and he's fine. What? Like, he has, like, a little bit of scarring. Like, he still has both of his eyes and everything. 
It's so stupid. <laughs> that's, that's so and the, the C, then they switch between like really bad CGI and really bad makeup for the wolfling girl. Oh, no. It's oh, just it's so bad. Never good. Yeah, so that's the only thing I've seen recently. I started Sense8 because I'm way behind on that, but it's it's interesting so far. Not, huh. not all the acting is there yet, but I'm only on the first or second episode. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Well, hopefully it gets better. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> that came out today that I'm interested in, like Old Guard. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I'll watch it. The Charlie Stone. Uh, Palm Springs looks really good. Um, have you seen? Have you heard about that one? Palm Springs, no. So on Hulu, it's got Andy Samberg and Kristen Milotti okay. and J.K. Simmons. Huh. Um, the trailer is not like you know. So here's the here's the cover of the poster. I'll show the guys. Um, and then you watch the trailer, and it's not like what you expect at all. And then um, it was it got like really great reviews ahead of time. So I guess it was at like uh, it was at some movie festival, hmm. and it, and people loved it. Oh, Sundance! It was at Sundance, and huh? it has holds the record for the biggest sale of a film at Sundance, beating the previous record by six. 69 cents <laughs> wow um and it's kind of like it looks from the trailer it looks like the romantic comedy version of groundhog day so like the the you know same day over and over again I and mean, that can get I mean, i've seen seen that a couple times right. so it's not super original but it looks like the two leads have really good chemistry and it looks really well like if you can tell from a trailer, it looks really well written, if that makes sense. Like, you can always gauge that so much. But, um, so that's on Hulu. That looks pretty good. This looks fairly mediocre, but since I have Apple TV, I'll check it out. The Greyhound, the Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty cookie cutter, but it's got Tom Hanks and I got it for free. So I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, my thoughts exactly. It's yeah. free service, so might as well use it. Right. Yeah, I haven't yet. I got it for free back in like December, and I still haven't watched anything on it yet. So yeah, I'll check it out. Wow. Honestly, the only thing I've seen there on there is a uh, Mythic Quest and the Beastie Boys documentary. Mm. There's really not much else. Right. Yeah, they've got shows, but they just don't look interesting. Yeah. They just don't grab you. I saw. Yeah. And then I, I oh. try to follow like some of the ones that like kind of looked interesting. I just followed like are. Do people like them? And they usually don't. <laughs> so, right. uh, like, yeah, I don't want to waste my time and check it out. Like, I have enough shows I watch. So I don't want to, you know, waste my time for that. There's been so many I've started and then just stopped just because I'm like, nope, can't do this. But today I watched Hannah, which is like a movie from like 2011. I've never even heard of it. Oh, I've never seen it. No, I never. I've never, never watched seen it. it. It's good. It's actually really good. Music was good. Great storyline. Acting was pretty decent. Um, yeah, has, I oh, like the actors. And I like the director, Joe Wright, but yeah, I never watched it. I watched that um, about a year after it came out, and I was surprised that it was so good. But then, yeah, they come out with a, a Amazon series for it, and I'm like, well, well, and that's what's bringing. I was going to talk about next. I'm not sure if I want yeah. to see it or not, but it it doesn't look bad. I looked. I watched one of the trailers for it. So well. And it's just one of those things like the, the movie didn't it did OK. It didn't right. do yeah. that well. It didn't have the highest like critical response either. Right. So why did they jump on that one to yeah. kind of right. reimagine it? But who knows? It might be better stretched out over a TV series. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That one's on my watch list. And I, I think the boys is supposed to come out here soon, right? Yeah. It has a new trailer. 
Yeah. Uh, it's pretty funny. And it's uh, September and season two. I can't wait for that. And then I've got um, the Umbrella Academy later this and I'll binge through that like crazy. Um, At the very end of the month. Yep. Yep. And the trailer for the new season looks so good. Yeah, you probably I haven't seen it yet because I don't want to spoil it. No, you, you don't. You don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I figured. I figured once once it popped up, people were saying, you know, is this okay to watch? And everybody said no. No, don't. So, yeah. Okay. No. So I'd rather stay away from it. That's a good show. <laughs> that's a good show. I'd rather just go in just blind to it. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's a good one to and it would be nice to binge from season one to season two too, because I had to go back and watch season one again um, mm-hmm. just to refresh my my memory on everything. I forgot how good it was. Because really, I was in shock. I didn't know what to expect. And I, I think my, my daughter told me it's written by, it's a comic, a graphic novel written by one of the band member of uh, My Chemical Romance, or I forget what band member wrote it. Hold on. You, have you heard this? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember names for the life of me. Gerard Way. Yes, Gerard. Isn't that the guy from Arcade Fire? No. No. That's... Yep, you're right. Singer with My Chemical Romance. My Chemical yeah. Romance, yeah. Yeah, so he wrote the graphic novel. Isn't that weird? That's just mm-hmm. so weird. I mean, it's cool, but it's like, wow, I never... How did my daughter know that? <laughs> I thought that was cool. But yeah, I'm excited for that. Anything else coming out we're excited for? Whenever theaters <laughs> open up, I can't wait to get back in them. Yeah. And I know in some states where they have theaters open up that people like like the theaters are playing like classics i'm like i would totally go watch an, an old film like whether i've seen it before or not like i just want to get back to the theater i think it just depends on the movie for me they were they re-released uh the matrix and i'm like yeah i don't i don't need to see that again no that i probably wouldn't that's one of those where i think the sequels made the the original not as good i don't know i was never the biggest fan anyway but it's just i don't know if i already have it you know on yeah. blu-ray or whatever and it's you know it's not one of my favorites then i'll just right. stay home. I, I gotta be in the right mood for the matrix and usually it's like oh it's on emc right now okay i'll leave this on <laughs> it's not I, I loved it when it came out but i haven't watched it in sheesh long time right <laughs> long time well, they're, they're yeah. getting ready to make another one i heard so which is infuriates me makes no sense yeah yeah they should just stopped at one <laughs> 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 I was not a fan of sequels. You'll you know they'll set up alternate universes, alternate realities, <sighs> and they'll think of a way to bring Keanu Reeves back because he already agreed to do it. It'll be yeah. some ridiculous story. I'm not a fan of the Wachowskis, so uh, thank I, you. Thank you. I, I think they're a one hit wonder with the first yeah. Matrix, and then everything since then they just they they're too it's too big for their britches. Right, yes. Right. I mean, yes. the, the Animatrix was really good. Did you ever see that? I've yeah. heard good things, but I never watched it. Yeah, it's actually uh, worth watching. It's pretty good. Yeah, but they had nothing to do with it. Right. That's why it's so, good. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> all right. It's all good. I guess this is it. All right. Well, I guess this concludes this episode of Nerding Daily. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>